0: Mixing things up. Let's step into the huddle. You're listening to the Pre Snap Podcast brought to you by Line Star App, the top rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go Line Star Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy football experts Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman. Hey, yo! What's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P. Joe P. Zupia, and welcome to the pre-snap right here on the LineStar app. It is me, it is Scott Bogman, and it's you, and we're talking week four and a little week five, DFS and wagering style. So, Bogman, it was a, a fun week of DFS. I gotta tell you, I laid a little low in the wagering this week. Uh, it was not a week that I was really loving. I told you as we were going into the week, I uh, <laughs> was more into DFS, but... <clears throat> Uh, We've already got some feedback from some of those, uh, you know, that average lineup thing we did. So that lineup over on uh, DK was 130 something points and uh, on FanDuel was uh, about the same too. So basically that whole thing cashed in most spots. So look at that. Look at that right out of the gate. We are over there. That lineup had Kareem Hunt in it, who ended up having a very big game after we were a little worried about his health. It had some other good pieces in it. So that all ended up working out. And really, if we're going to look back at week four. It's all about your call of Dalvin cook, which yes, it was easy, but still you, you got to hit the fastball down the middle, right? If you're going to be successful.
1: Yeah. I mean, he probably could have had three touchdowns. He had the two and then Madison got the last one and I was disappointed, you know, another week where I pick, uh, you know, I picked Boyd last week and he had over a hundred yards. I picked Parker this week. He had over a hundred yards and they just didn't get in the end zone. So a uh, little annoyed by that, but you know, uh, cook was, I was having a tough time making a call, and it was it was definitely a weird week. So I'm glad that I was able to uh, go way too high and pick Cook, but he did double
0: you up, so he was worth every. Penny. <clears throat> he sure did, and and he is doubling me up because, oh, I I can't hit the fastball down the middle right now. I I can't even hit the ball with the tee in the contest. I am I am brutal. I've got to come back and figure things out here. This is uh, this is no good. No blano. Joey week five is, is
1: the Joe Pizzoppia week. I'm That's right. right now.
0: 12 touchdowns from two guys. That's what I'm going to get. <laughs> <laughs> Make it up. Uh, but look, obviously this was a week where it was dominated by the Dallas Cowboys. You could say that. Some of the Seattle pieces we were talking about were good. Tyler Lockett was grossly underperforming. Less than five points on FanDuel was brutal. DK was okay, 12.6, but still... Some underachievers for sure, but Joe Mixon was not one of them. So the million-dollar lineup over on Fanduel had Dak Prescott, no surprise there. 38 points for Dak, 500 yards wow. passing, four touchdowns. Unbelievable output for him. That lineup also had Mike Davis, who we are very much in. Joe Mixon, who we really, you know, we, were, we liked, but I don't think we were hot on. And it's because it hasn't delivered yet. Well, guess what? He delivered for enough for the rest of the month to make up for September.
1: Yeah, he really did. I mean, uh, getting those three touchdowns was huge. And, uh, you know, it looks like he should be back on track. It's all about him and uh, Burrow working together. And the offensive line even looked a little bit better. They were playing Jacksonville. But, uh, you know, we'll take the positives when we see them.
0: Yeah, Uh, look, and and I got to tell you, like for me, the big the big suck was definitely Nick Chubb getting hurt because I had some shares of him. And that did not work out well, unfortunately, with the injury. He's going to miss a couple weeks, but Kareem Hunt did work out, so that was a positive. Um, look, Dallas continues to be awesome. Amari Cooper was great again, finally got the touchdown we've been looking for, but he's leading the league in targets. That's what you want. That's a guy. I mean, it's such a good cost, too. I mean, it's unbelievable to me that he was still hovering around that 7K on FanDuel. He was yeah. 7.1 last week. That was a joke. He should have been in every single lineup. He was in every lineup that I could possibly have, and yet he was still only 16.5% owned. That was crazy, whereas Tyler Lockett was twice that. DK Metcalf was twice that. Uh, CD Lamb was only 9% owned, which is hilarious and criminal. He had 22 points, so basically <laughs> you had to have some shares of this Cleveland-Dallas game, and that mean, like Odell Beckham clearly in that winning lineup as well, 35.9, two touchdowns for him, five catches, pretty big day for ODB.
1: He ran one in two.
0: He had three touchdowns, so... That's Right, that's right. Two receiving, my bad, and one rushing.
1: Yeah, good great game for OBJ. And that's what saved me in uh that's to save me in my guillotine league because I have Eckler too, who uh got banged up. So uh thank thank you, OBJ. I don't care what your weird fetish is. I'm really glad that you got three <laughs> touchdowns. My weird yeah. fetish is you getting me touchdowns. That's what I yes.
0: want. Yes, yes, and that that's and that is uncommon lately with Odell <laughs> Beckham. Yes. But uh, you know, it, let's say it's not as regular as you might think that it Uh, might be. uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, uh but it's okay because he can go some nice runs. No, yes, he does have a nice run or two in him. Uh, But anyway, uh, we told you Mark Andrews would bounce back, and he did 19 points for him on three catches. He was in the million-dollar lineup there, and the Vikings defense was actually the last cog there. So once again, these were all pieces. I mean, outside the Vikings D, nothing, I mean, everything chalky here. Odell, yeah. Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, Mixon, Mike Davis, Dak Prescott, Mark Andrews, Dalvin Cook. I mean, it's exactly what you think it would be. And we've talked at length about Mike Davis. I'm going to ask you a question. I, I think I know the answer, but I'm, I'm going to ask you. I know what I think. When the CMC comes back, does Mike Davis just fade into obscurity? I think he does. I don't think he should, but I think he will. What do you think?
1: Um, I'm not 100% sure because this is you know Matt Rule's first run. Uh, so you would think he would take stock of what is happening with Mike Davis now and know, Hey, look, I just can't keep giving Christian McCaffrey the ball 40 times a game. Like I could give it to him 25 to 30 times and give the rest to someone else. But uh, I, so I, I think you're right as in Mike Davis won't be producing, but I'm hoping that he gets like 15 touches moving forward is, you know, because we know McCaffrey is going to get 20 to 30 at least every single game so uh, get Mike Davis involved a little more to save McCaffrey Uh, I I would be happy with that but I know you know McCaffrey is always the highest play because he gets the most touches so uh,
0: yeah well I think that is healthier right it's probably a smart thing to ease him back especially trying to learn the lessons of Saquon Barkley last year but hey you know, lessons are sometimes learned very hard, and all of a sudden the Panthers are two and two. So, who knows? Who knows how things will go? Yeah, On you the think draft you games? can
1: learn from other people's mistakes, but head coaches right. need to learn it themselves, I think, mm. every single time.
0: Yeah. Well, Bill O'Brien's going to have a lot of time to learn some lessons because he gone. <laughs> he gone. Uh, Minnesota won that game. And look, like, you know, I, everyone wants to hang that ending there like, oh, they could have had it if, uh, if Wolf Fuller could have came down with that ball. How about David Johnson not fumbling and bumbling the little simple pitch yeah. that would have walked into the end zone? How about that instead?
1: Yeah, and you know who probably would have caught a touchdown right there, DeAndre Hopkins. Probably. Would
0: have caught a touchdown right <laughs> uh, yeah, he's so, pretty good like, at football.
1: Th- this is the worst thing the Texans probably could have done because you let you let Bill O'Brien screw your whole team chemistry up over the off season and then fire him four four
0: games in. Like it doesn't, and, and you have no first or second round pick next year because of Bill O'Brien either.
1: Right. It so it just doesn't make sense. Like he screwed you he, past, present, and future. Right.
0: He's like X Men. It's unbelievable. <laughs> he's like the bad coach of future past. Like he is unbelievable what Bill <laughs> O'Brien's capable of doing.
1: <laughs> is he McAvoy or Stewart? I can't uh, tell he's
0: like he a combo. he's like Fossbender, I think. I think no Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. I yeah. Uh but
1: uh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fat bender maybe, uh, but not, not Fossbender. <laughs> I mean you know, like oh. I have room to talk, but but yeah, man, I, I just like, I don't understand how you get rid of them four weeks in when you let him make all of these moves. You know, you had a you know, you had a, a tough three game schedule. You probably should have beat beaten the Vikings. I mean, we both had Houston pick to win this game. Fortunately for us, we both had uh, Minnesota against the spread because we're smart. But um, yeah, man, I don't know. This is a, uh, it's a weird situation. And Romeo Cronell's taking over. Right, good luck with all that. Yeah, let me know how I that works. I going to let Watson call plays. So.
0: Well, that's, sure. that might be through the best anyway, because God knows Bill O'Brien doing it wasn't a good thing. Uh, over on DraftKings, basically the same characters in terms of cast with one that million-dollar contest there. Dak Prescott, Joe Mixon, Mari Cooper, Odell Beckham, C.D. Lamb, Mike Davis. Oh, wow. oh, well, that's pretty funny, isn't it, Boggs? You pretty much <laughs> had to have those guys. The only difference here was the Bucks defense, Darren Waller, Ronald Jones so basically the punt play wow. was Ronald Jones which was a really smart one when you knew Fournette was out yeah and that was something that you know and Thursday we didn't have clarity on that when we did the show but once that was that was obvious he Ronald Jones definitely became somebody definitely that was in that play and his 21 points Mixon was just 5800 over on uh, DK Odell was just 58 those guys were grossly underpriced because they hadn't really been performing well they performed. It all went very, very well, very quickly. So that's basically the week that was, uh, any other takeaways for you, um, from this past week, four here, things you saw, things you like, things you didn't. I
1: think I'm done
0: trying to pick out a
1: Baltimore player that isn't, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson or Mark Andrews. I think that's cooked. Um, I think the bears are rough. I don't know if I want anyone there outside of Alan Robinson. Um, and I think the Raiders are still a bit banged up. Like I, I don't think I'll be taking Raiders until outside of Darren Waller, until I see them put put it all together. Because I you know, Josh Jacobs is out there trying his, his hardest, God bless him, but he just does not look bless like Bless his heart.
0: He's trying bless so his hard. Heart. He's, he's trying, trying so his hard, best, Joe. Just bless
1: his, heart. bless his
0: heart. He's just trying he's trying so hard. He's um, trying
1: so hard, but he does not look like he's a hundred percent. So. I
0: don't know if we're ever going to top this uh day coach of future past thing. This that, I'm, I'm still <laughs> thinking about that by the way and laughing and then, I'm enjoying us. That's what I'm doing. That's what makes us so special. Um yeah, it was um it, it's stunning to me that Bill O'Brien's gone and Adam Gase is still around. That and by the way, speaking of which Joe Flacco is going to play this week. So, did you have Joe Flacco on your bingo card for 2020? Oh
1: my God! Well, he played a little bit last week he when did. they took uh, Donald out with the shoulder. I would use uh, the word
0: "played" very, very carefully. With, yeah, with what did
1: he throw? Two passes and handoff. So but he's going to get. Looked,
0: the, he's going to get Le'Veon Bell back this week, right?
1: And this is a good matchup here against the Cardinals. You know, yeah. the Cardinals' defense has been a weak. So far this season. So uh, it's a nice matchup for him, but I think that changes in not like you're running out to go grab uh, Jameson Crowder anyway, but it changes him a little bit. Cause I don't know that I trust anyone not named bell and I don't really want to play bell in his first game back uh, w- coming off this hamstring entry. If he should even play this week, we're not a hundred percent on mm. that yet. So uh, yeah, I'm going to be a, you know, I-, I think this is, we'll call it the piece of rule.
0: Strictly no Jets. No Jets. No yeah. Jets. Uh I I would actually be kicking the tires on Le'Veon Bell now that he's back because the Jets are so bad and Flacco's playing like, you know, I can't in Flex right now. Chris Harris is in last place and he has Lev Bell. And I'm like, hmm. He's got Daryl Henderson. Maybe if I give him my Malcolm Brown and something else, I can just kind of peel Evian Bell away. <laughs>
1: maybe, maybe what else?
0: Oh, uh, we have
1: Bell, and we're in. I think we're in second or third in flex. I know. So.
0: Well, we also drafted Cam Newton late, who's been good. You know, and we had. Uh, oh, oh, I thought you meant no. no I'm, I'm at the Welsh oh, you guys and in the flex. other. It, I, Welsh am, now, I, yeah. am third, I am third. I'm tied for We're third, fourth. but I have the the third most points or something. I'm 500, but I have like the third most points in the league. And number one is our good buddy Mike Randall, who was my co-host here on the Wagering Show last year. He's four and zero, oh, but he's a Nick Chubb owner, so I don't think it's going to be a good <laughs> week for him. Just saying. Well, it's gonna be the tough.
1: the only undefeated uh, uh, person in our league with the Welsh and I is Bob Harris, four and zero. Oh. Bobby, one of my favorite
0: people on the planet.
1: He's so great. Mike Florio, three and one. Michael Beller from the Athletic, uh, three and one. So
0: there you and, go. And as are we. So oh, I'm I'm ready to make my move. This is it. This is the time, baby. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, looking you know backwards last week, obviously the the injury is a big deal to to Chubb, uh, Dearness Johnson, Kareem Hunt. Do you think people are going to be looking to see maybe if Johnson continues to get carries and another guy, too, that got a lot of carries? And I don't know if people or enough carries and a bigger total of them to recognize is Damian Harris at 100 yards rushing in that slop of a game with Kansas City. Those are two guys that all of a sudden are on radars. You think they should be?
1: Yeah, well, I could not believe. That Damian Harris was activated two hours before kickoff and then got 17 carries. So that's the most Bill Belichick move I've ever seen in my life. So uh, I think he should absolutely be on all the radars. Dearness Good thing Johnson, I him in flex. <laughs> uh, Dearness Johnson is a guy that, you know, as a chub owner, you should be looking at for sure. Uh, but I think it's mainly going to go to Kareem Hunt. Remember, he was limited still. In this game that uh, he played, where Chubb got hurt and he still had a decent amount of carries. So, you know, uh, the, they got a tough matchup here against the Colts. I think they play the Colts and then Pittsburgh, yeah, in back to back week. So it's not exactly great matchups for Dearness Johnson, but uh, if you're desperate, he's going to get touches. So, um, but he's kind of he's a little bit of a plotter, in my opinion. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's uh let's just kind of run through some of these real quick. So I was going to give you a nugget from every game. Alvin Kamara, still very good at football. Good to see Kenny Galladay getting a touchdown. Uh, As far as the Bucs go, Ronald Jones, we just kind of talked about. That's very important. But keep an eye on the health going into that Thursday game. Nobody practiced today. Nobody, which I know it's a short week, but still just keep a close eye. Luckily, not a main slate worry for us. Uh, Joe Mixon is back. T. Higgins is for real. I think we could say that. DJ Shark and AJ is also Green back. Is dead. And AJ Green is dead, but DJ Shark is back with a vengeance. Hooray. Very excited about that. It's getting closer and closer to two o'clock in Miami. It's not going to be this week, but it's coming soon. Yeah, that's right. You love it. Um, We already talked enough about the Cowboys and that. Well, Cowboys defense, this week they get the Giants. And here, fun fact Daniel Jones has averaged 19 fantasy points in that week one since he's averaged 10. 10 per week. I mean, I it's kind of like last year, the too. Most,
1: the most that he's had this year, this week. Uh,
0: I was going to say, I wonder if the oppo play of all oppos is Daniel Jones. And just go <laughs> just go balls to the wall. Slayton, Jones, Ingram, just go play it. I don't know if Sterling Shepard's on his way back or not. But uh, two weeks in a row, bad for the Cardinals. Not good. I'm wondering when Chase Edmonds starts to get maybe some more play there. Panthers, Robbie the Anderson. He's banged
1: up, so it might be this week. Might
0: be this week. Uh, I would empty the tank on that guy. Um we've also got obviously with the Panthers Robbie Anderson's good still um Mike Davis continues to be excellent. Uh we and knew DJ what was going- Moore is
1: not worth the cost it seems like right now. Oh, it's uh, very Anderson frustrating. Is, Anderson is out targeting him. He is right. And by now. the way, if you open up your black book and check under bust uh, and check under wide receivers, you'll see that I wrote up DJ Moore.
0: Well, look at you, smart and handsome. <laughs> Just like mama said. <laughs> um ravens you're right but i've been saying this for two years now it's it's basically it's it's lamar jackson it's andrews that's it like that's, that's it. it you know yeah. stop stop trying to make fetch happen like forget the running backs <laughs> forget everybody else right you know marquise brown that's nice but no, Marquise just, brown
1: every once in a while but well yeah but only... it's too hard
0: to peg he's like will fuller light he's yeah that's almost very as injury true, they, prone
1: he plays cincinnati this
0: week though well, maybe this week we'll get into it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I wanted uh, to say. Maybe, you know, the Rams are incredibly disappointing though. Screw you Rams. Yeah. Malcolm Brown and Henderson at timeshare. Cooper Cup was good. Woods was disappointing. Golf was bleh. a 17. That's it. 17 against the giants in your own building. What are you, what's wrong with you? Yeah,
1: I did not like that. That one played to an under that neither one of us expected at all.
0: No, it did not. We'll get to those in a second. Um, Also, Buffalo, Josh Allen continues to be good, spreading the ball around, spreading the love. Uh, The Colts-Bears game, skip it. Terrible, awful. Here's another fun fact. Naeem Hines had 20-plus points week one. He has 13 combined fantasy points over the last three weeks. (laughs) yeah i just i
1: never understood that and i was so mad about that too because he averaged six touches per game last year before taylor came in and then he got his run with Marlon Mack and hasn't got much run after that so So i don't know how any of that makes sense
0: none of it does absolutely none of it does uh pats d played well but again the quarterback play was just atrocious eagles getting the victory huge for them still a fantasy uh Enigma to me. I don't know if I want to go anywhere near the Eagles anytime soon. No. And Aaron Rodgers right now is leading the league in quarterback rating. You like that? That's that's kind of surprising. I think that was going to happen. Tanyan? Yeah, on, Robert, Robert tanya Tanyan. with three. He's got a touchdown, touchdown
1: every game, and he just scored just ends. now. He just now he scored another <laughs> touchdown
0: when we started the show. It's unbelievable. And you're not you going to believe this. I just got a State Farm email the the minute you just said that. That's so weird. It just popped up. State Farm's like they heard me.
1: Yeah, they heard you saying Aaron Rodgers for sure. Uh, yeah, uh, Robert Tanyan won me two leagues this week, so and I was down big in both of them.
0: So, uh, scoring
1: 30 points was amazing. I love that. Robert
0: Tanyan. All right, his so let's talk hot...
1: Robert Tanyan,
0: that's right. Say his name. All right, let's talk about week five. Actually, you know what? Before we even get into hot takes of week five, how'd we do on the uh on the wagering this week, Boggs? What was the tail of the tape there? Because I know, uh, as far as the <laughs> overs go, we had a pretty good start. Uh, I know on Sunday. Where the uh, the overs were kind of kicking ass a little bit there, taking names. So, uh, oh, how do we you, end up?
1: You, sir, were you, sir. amazing <laughs> on, on the uh the over unders. You were 10 and four for the Woo. week. You started out, I think, eight and two in the early slate. Uh, you know, uh, I, I was uh better against the spread this week. I went eight and six, I went seven and seven. On the over unders, but you crushed the over unders this week. That was really right. the play. Listen of the to week, so.
0: listen to Bogman for the touchdown calls. Listen to me for the over unders, and just go. You're gonna win a ton of money. All right, right. Just, <laughs> just just <laughs> look. That's where we are. We found our niche right now. We're in a groove. And uh, when we come back on Thursday, we're gonna do the same stuff we did last week. So make sure you subscribe to the program. If you're just listening to us for the first time, we're the pre snap podcast courtesy of the Line Star app. Go out there. Get us downloaded. Get your subscription going. Click the little notifications button. We're on every single podcast format you could possibly find, at every podcast host. So that means Google, Stitcher, iHeart, iTunes. It's all there. So that being said, Boggs, let's let's uh, hot take a little week five. The Titans are going to be back tomorrow in their in their little, supposedly little camp. supposedly supposedly. But we'll keep an eye on that one. Let's let's not get too ahead of ourselves with the Bills and Titans yet. We'll leave that one for Thursday where we have a little bit more clarification. Uh, Jaguars and Texans. I can tell you right now, I like DJ Shark in this game, Bugs.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, that's about it. I don't know that I like uh, maybe James Robinson. I was going to say line star
0: app. Number one running back value is James Robinson. They have him at 15 uh, and a half uh, half point PPR points and he's 66 K.
1: Love that. Wow. 66 is it.
0: That's it on FanDuel, Yeah. Yeah, not I bad. They
1: really, really like that. Yeah, so that that that's a good play. Um, I don't know that I want anyone from Houston not named Watson, and I really don't want Watson that much this week. So he's probably no. gonna be too expensive. I think.
0: I think you just leave it go. I mean, I think it's yeah. just the just spiraling out of control. I don't think Watson was a bad play, but. I think it's gonna be cheaper ones. I already know there's one cheap one that we're all gonna be on, but we'll get to him in a sec. Bengals at Ravens. Um, I'll go back to the Lamar. Well, against the the Cincinnati Bengals any day. Like that, you know, I was off Lamar last week, but I'm think I'm on this week. Hamid Andrews is a good pairing in cash this week. You know, and I would go. But would you go back to mixing it all against the Ravens? Uh, I think it's pri- um uh, I haven't
1: seen his price yet, but probably not. Uh, not against Baltimore. I think you're you're uh. You're asking for you. You'd be paying for last week's production, so that's I would fair. rather go with a whiteout uh, for Cincinnati if if I could. Boyd, or you know, if Higgins is cheap, go for Higgins.
0: All right, Panthers at Falcons. Teddy B is just seventy one hundred on FanDuel this week, so that's Damn. fun Uh against the Falcons. So uh, Robbie Anderson, maybe this is the DJ Moore Oppo game too. We've been waiting for. Maybe this is the uh and DJ Moore day. Uh, definitely Mike Davis though I can tell you that I'm gonna have Mike Davis I don't even care how much he is it doesn't matter to me whatever if there's an increase so be it Uh, I am all in I'm actually looking for him he's 6800 on FanDuel this week what what
1: (laughs) there's a lot of question marks at at running back now as well so I maybe you know Todd Gurley scored twice don't I know people don't love him because his upside is capped but You're, you're paying for a touchdown. And I think it's pretty easy call that he gets one against Carolina.
0: No, I I would agree with that. I don't, I don't think the problem is he's limited. Uh, Gurley is 57, by the way, worst rushing defense in the league. Carolina just want to throw that out there. 5,700 for Gurley on DK. I'm um, trying to find the price right now for um, for our other friend that we were just talking about. James Robinson, 67, Mike Davis, just 64. So he's even cheaper on the full point PPR. That's that's bananas. Last two and weeks, he's averaging 22 and a half DK points.
1: And if uh, we we know Julio is going to be in question because he didn't play after halftime on Monday night. And then uh, Calvin Ridley could be in question as well. So. Uh Olamide Zacchaeus, the pride of UVA, Virginia. I oh uh, started as a running back moved to wide receiver, Joey. So I, I like Zacchaeus. I picked him up in a couple leagues, got me eight catches in PPR. Got, I love that. Got me eight catches.
0: Got, got me eight me, catches. He ain't no Robert Tanyan. Uh, but here's why I love Line Star app because I'm looking right here on the Mike Davis profile. Seven red zone targets in the last three games, was targeted six times in the last three games, 19.3 fantasy points per game in two away games this year. Atlanta, I mean, just we know how bad they are. I mean, it's just, it's so great. And this is what I love about Lion Star app. It's so concise. The little player cards, I can see everything here, what the expected total was. Last two weeks, his expected total was 10 and 14. He scored 23 and 22.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, I the dude's that. just
0: rocking it right now. Uh, Chiefs Raiders. This is, uh, it's going to be a tough one for the Raiders because they're all kinds of banged up here. And uh the Chiefs just look, I mean, of all the four and O's, they're the most, I mean, incredible four-no. I'm just really, you know, the Chiefs are just so good, I think, right now, both sides of the ball. Yeah, I mean, they're
1: they're just they're the pride of the NFL at this yep.
0: point. So uh
1: I I'm I'm with you on that. The only the only Vegas guy you can start is Waller. Like Yeah, I'm I'm I agree.
0: Jacob uh, since know, week one's kind of fallen back to the pack a little bit.
1: Yeah, he's he's just playing not at a hundred percent and we were into Renfro last week and it didn't really work out. It was okay. He
0: was yeah, but Aguilar old. had
1: the touchdown. Like, well, that I'm was a not... problem
0: is Aguilar ended up getting the touchdown.
1: So that's yeah, what we're I'm just we were not going up. to depend on Renfro. So uh, it's Waller or Bust. And on, you know, the Chiefs side, you're paying up for Mahomes. You're paying up for Tyreek. Uh, I was going to say, it I feels don't... like a Tyreek day <laughs> yeah, against you know, the Raiders. I don't think I'm paying for Clyde Edwards helaire This no. is a good game for him no. too, but he's only gotten the end zone once so far this
0: season. Listen, uh, since week one? Color me unimpressed. I looked like a you know gangbusters week one. Yeah. But right now, you're giving me Mike Davis at 68 or 64 even. What am I saying? Yes, absolutely. I'd rather have him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Clyde so. Edwards-Alaire. Uh, Le'Veon Bell comes back, Jets-Cardinals. You know, Kyler Murray needs a good game here. It's just two weeks in a row, kind of crappy. You know, you're going to get the Jets here. I know it's on the road. I know Hopkins wasn't 100%, but – I would keep a close eye on Chase Edmonds and Drake this week and, and all that news, and we'll get more of that on Thursday, I'm sure. And really so,
1: Hopkins, too, for yeah. uh, for Murray, because that's obviously a huge, plays a huge, huge role because Christian Kirk is just, you know, speaking of color, me unimpressed.
0: I'm yeah, you know,
1: Christian Kirk is no good, and Isabella isn't going to make plays by himself. So uh, I'm a little dicey on that whole game. I don't want to start Bell, especially with Flacco, and uh, Cardinals have not looked good two weeks in a row, so I might just uh, stay away.
0: Eagles and Steelers. So Eagles got their win. It's a good thing they got it when they did. <laughs> they don't think they're going to beat the Steelers. Coming we just off had a, a bye. week off. Yeah, right. Coming off a bye. Uh, hopefully, Deontay Johnson will be back, right? Is he out of protocol yet? Or out still? of protocol
1: today. So Oh, thank
0: God. Yeah, we're oh, thank all you set Lord. there.
1: Yeah, yeah, so he only went in on his bye week. So, uh, so that's good. But yeah, man, I mean, uh, if you've watched the Steelers defense and you've watched the Eagles offensive line, you know, you're going to want to be starting the Steelers defense.
0: Yeah, well, I'm with you, can. dude. You got to pay up there 100% with you. It's worth it. It's absolutely worth it. I mean, I can't imagine the number of sacks they're going to have. Uh, <laughs> Washington's going to be against the Rams this is another tricky game. It would not shock me if Washington won this game, by the way, because the Rams, I think, are another team where I just don't have a beat on them. I mean, they they look good in Buffalo, and then they can't beat the Giants at home barely. It's just it's so weird. They're a weird team. Uh, I'll tell you when we get to. I can't wait to see the line on this game because I'm sure it's insane, and I'm sure I'm going to end up with Washington. Like, is it even double digits? I wonder. It,
1: it's. I don't think it's double digits quite yet. I think what is it I'm like seeing, nine. It's probably eight, nine, eight and a half. So, um, eight and a half. Yeah. So, so we'll see on that one. But yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm, I'm with you. You can't get a beat on. As soon as we think we figured out that the Rams are back to their uh, high flying ways, they score seventeen against
0: uh the Giants so Washington makes... has a lot of pride yeah they they do for a team I, that's I, not very good and Terry what, McLaurin though. continues to be awesome by the way Can I, mean, I just tell you awesome. he has more targets this year than Robbie Anderson he has more targets this year than Alvin Kamara I mean he is right up there he's closer to Omari Cooper <laughs> you know yeah. guys like that it's crazy how good he's been
1: yeah by the way I just I looked at I was looking at something different but uh FanDuel it's uh the Rams by seven and a half. So it, it is oh. a little bit lower here. 45 and a half is the over in that game as because they know they
0: second. know they're saying yeah. the same thing we're saying.
1: I don't like I, I just don't like the vibe in Washington with the questions about Haskins. I don't like that.
0: That's fine. So, it's fair. I'm just I don't trust the Rams. I'm just like, just no. you can no. still
1: start. Yeah, I think I think Gibson for what you're uh, paying yeah. for him right now. He could be a start any week because that's your. That's your swing pick in, in a tournament You want
0: to play. take a crack at his uh, DK salary?
1: Um, I don't
0: take know. Take a guess. Uh, 68. 5K. Wow, are you serious? 5K coming off a 23-point game against Baltimore. Yeah, and he had,
1: like, I think he had 20 touches in that game.
0: Get ready. There's so. your punt play of the week, boys and girls. There it is. Yeah, I like fair. that a lot uh 49ers hosting the Dolphins so after this one I think this is when you can because they're going to have that uh they have a schedule the Dolphins coming up that gets really good really quick and then they have that weird thing where they play the Jets and they go on a buy and then they play the Jets you will see Tua (laughs) before that happens I'm telling you right now you're definitely going to see him Dolphins are going to get pwned in this game I think 49ers are not going to lose two games in a row at home it's just not going to happen and they're getting some guys back too so um. I
1: I, so that game's going to be hard to pick um, I, 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 right now it is San Francisco by eight and a half, uh, no over under on that game yet, but, uh, because I think we're in question as to if Jimmy G is going to play or not. So yeah,
0: well, if Jimmy G play. plays, I think that number is going to be like 44 and a half or something like that. That'd be my guess.
1: Yeah. And I think the line will balloon up to 10.
0: So yeah. And I'll tell you, it's 44 and a half. I'll take the over. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I think I'm just going to follow you. You're going to answer 2020. first every am, time this week. Follow me. I am your leader of overs and unders. <laughs> uh, Cowboys are going to be at home against the Giants. Boy, do they need a win in the worst way. Uh, but I think you're right. I feel like Daniel Jones and company are actually could have a good game here. Uh, that's crazy. Uh, I know Zeke's going to be uh, – Zeke's like 9K on FanDuel. Do you have any love for Tony Pollard this week? Like, is, Are you running the narrative that the Cowboys roll and Pollard gets a lot of carries?
1: No. Okay, uh, I just think, throwing it out
0: there. I think this I feel is, like people will be thinking that. And I don't think I, it's I, right either.
1: I think this is a established dominance. Uh, you know, you're one in three, so go out there and establish dominance and run the ball down their throat. It's a division opponent, beat the the bejesus out of them and uh, and get going.
0: So all right, Broncos at Patriots. This should be a W. I don't know if they're gonna have Cam back by then. I know he's asymptomatic, so they've had him take all their tests and stuff like that. I got to have somebody else play quarterback because that was bad. I mean, I, I think they could beat the Broncos at home with the, the jabronis they got. But still, you'd like to see Cam Newton come back. Not that we're going to play him, but Damian Harris becomes intriguing for sure. After that last game, I know it's the Patriots. So you can't count on anything. But but the
1: Broncos Harris are so getting, beat up.
0: They're so beat up. And also, but the 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 Patriots, you know, going into the camp, Harris was all the talk, man. He was all the talk. And guess what? He walked the walk week four showed up. 100 yard game, 17 carries. I know he had the one big run, but still, that's that's good.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and the Broncos front seven is uh beat up. We saw them on Thursday. Harris was questionable. He got in there, he left the game twice. Uh they've had a million injuries on defense. They're just they're they're beat to shreds right now. So Harris uh is going to be a decent play I think in that
0: game. I think the Browns have a chance at home against the Colts. I know the Colts defense is very good but that Colts offense is just unimpressive. And I think it's tough to win two road games in a row for a team like the Colts who really just, I mean, they have almost have to win on defense. This is a, this is a dicey game here for the Colts. In my opinion, This is another one where I'm kind of curious what the line is because this one's kind of, this is a screaming upset special to me, potentially. You know,
1: too. they call it the factory of sadness for a reason.
0: <laughs> they do. Uh,
1: it's uh, right now it's the Colts by a point and a half, 47 and a half is the over um i just the colts are only
0: favored by a point and a half in this game
1: yeah well look the Holy. uh the, Bro- the browns just put up 49 points i, the well, so I know they're
0: coming up a huge victory they're coming home i know the, yeah. i know it's a factory of sadness but geez i mean right now they gotta be feeling good about themselves and by the way is it a hot take to say Jarvis Landry throws a better ball than Baker Mayfield? Uh, no,
1: it's not uh, because guy, it's true. That uh, guy's but,
0: lasers, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, and that's my thing is you know I think you can beat uh, you can beat Dallas because their defense is so not only bad but also beat up. But right now, I think the Colts are on on another level defensively uh, than Cleveland is. So I, I I'll take the Colts in that one. I don't really want to. I don't want to mess with Hunt. I don't want to mess with the Ernest Johnson. I don't want anyone from Cleveland. And, but also I feel like the same is probably true, true about the Colts. I mean, I would want a tight end, but with Burton coming back, they all got targets, you know, Mo Ali Cox caught the touchdown again, but Doyle and Burton had more targets than him. Uh, The wide receivers are a mess. T Y Hilton sucks. Uh, Jonathan Taylor got uh, usurped by Wilkins and Hines last week, a little bit more because they were stomping on the bears, but uh like you said this offense isn't clicking on all cylinders so uh i don't think i'm going to mess a lot with this game don't like
0: and, it and uh the last two games the night games we have the vikings at seahawks so uh, i'm not giving the vikings here. I mean, again they just won a game and now you got to go to seattle and play them i think they can, i think they can keep pace with them i just defensively i just don't think they're going to be able to stop seattle and then you got the saints at home supposedly michael thomas I'm very glad this is a monday night game because Whenever the Saints are at home in that dome and you get Thomas back, there's going to be a lot of buzz. I'm glad this is a night game and that's not where I want to be right now. If I'm, a, if I'm a DFS player, I want this game to happen without me. <laughs> right. you know, right. Well, there's so, many,
1: there's so many questions with the Chargers exactly. as well. Oh, yeah. You know, jo- Joshua Kelly and Justin Jackson. How's that split going to work? Because Kelly's fumbled two weeks in a row, uh, you know, and this isn't the great. How
0: good is Keenan Allen been Too? he's <laughs> averaging yeah. 95 yards and 10 catches since Herbert took over, that's yeah. Incredible. But
1: is Herbert gonna start? Because I don't Taylor's know, man. Good, but he should. I
0: think,
1: yeah, I think Lynn might go back to to Taylor in this game, I and mean, I would not be shocked. So that one, there's a lot of question marks for this being week five. We should have a lot of these uh, figured out now. But I think just the weird nature of 2020 and all the little injuries that we're having. That you know we're having big injuries too, but we're having a lot of little nagging things bothering guys that are uh, you know messing up some production this year for what should be full-time players so um you know it that that one's a tough one to watch and i'm with you joe 100 percent. glad it's on monday night so we don't have to use it in the main slate
0: Exactly. All right. Well, hopefully we'll have some more answers for you on Thursday and Friday. So uh, we'll get the DFS preview out Thursday morning. Friday morning will be your wagering show. That'll do it for us. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LineStar app, at LineStar NFL, at Bogman Sports, and at Joe 17. There's nothing left to do now except down set win. You've been listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, drop a review, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy football experts Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman.